what was to help to help in German? Helfen. Helfen. Can you help him? Kannst du ihn helfen? So, kannst du ihn helfen would be where we would go to more naturally, you know? But we did see that in German, helfen is kind of like to help for or to aid to, because we don't use ihn, but... Ihm. Okay, give me that again. Kannst du ihm helfen? Kannst du ihm helfen? Very good. Can you help the teacher? We mean a male teacher. Kannst du dem Lehrer helfen? Very good. Kannst du dem Lehrer helfen? And what if we meant a female teacher? Can you help the teacher? Kannst du die Lehrerin helfen? How did you pronounce the for the teacher there? I think it's D, or maybe it is the. <laughs> we'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. It it would be the. Why? Yeah. Because it's not like in English. <laughs> yeah, we have them later, so we have to him, so we will have to her as well. So give me that again. Can you help the female teacher? Kannst du der Lehrerin helfen? Very good. Kannst du der Lehrerin helfen. Der Koch. Der Koch means the cook. We have the K to CH. Shift the cook, Koch. Der Koch. A male cook. Der Koch. Have you seen the cook? Has, hast du den Koch gesehen? Hast du den Koch gesehen? Very good. So here we have den Koch. Behaving like ihn, like him. No, hast du ihn gesehen? Hast du den Koch gesehen? Can you help the cook? Kannst du dem Koch helfen? Very good. Kannst du dem Koch helfen? So, of course, with helfen, we are helping to or aiding to. So, we have dem. A female cook is Köchin. Küchen. So we add our IN for feminine like we did with Lehrer, Lehrerin. But the O here takes an umlaut when we add our IN ending. So we have Koch for the male and then Küchen for the female. So die Küchen, the female cook. Die Küchen. And here the CH is softer again with the O with the umlaut. Die Küchen. 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 Can you help the cook, female cook? Kannst du der Küchen helfen? Kannst du der Küchen helfen? So with nouns, or some nouns, we need to think about how they are behaving before we use them. No, if we have, for example, the teacher behaving like he, how is it a male teacher? Der Lehrer. Der Lehrer. And if it's behaving like him, like ihn, uh, den Lehrer. Den Lehrer. And if it's behaving like to him, like mm. ihm. Dem Lehrer. Dem Lehrer. So we see how with masculine nouns, we always need to think about this. How about the female teacher? How was that behaving like she? Die Lehrerin. Die Lehrerin. And behaving like her. 
Der Lehrerin. That's like to her. Die Lehrerin. Die Lehrerin. So with feminine nouns, we don't have to worry about if they are behaving like she or her. As we have sie for both she and her. We have die for both of those. But we do care if the noun is behaving like to her, for her, on her. No? By her. So how would that be? Der Lehrerin. Der Lehrerin. Like ihr. And this doesn't just count for people in German. This is for any noun. The train, for example, der Zug, can also be behaving like he or like him. How was to come? Kommen. Kommen. So if you want to say the train is coming, how would you do that? Der Zug kommt. Think about it. Der Zug kommt. Der Zug kommt. We have the T for he, she, it. No? Der Zug is like he or like it. So, der Zug kommt. No? And we have der because, as we've mentioned, the train here is behaving like he. He is coming. The train is coming. So, common, common was to come. Do you remember how to say to arrive? To come on, to on come? Uncommon. Uncommon. How would you say the train is arriving? Der Zug ankommt. Where is the stress on ankommen? Ankommt. Ankommen. Good. So what does that mean? That it's splittable. Yeah. So, der Zug kommt an. Very good. Der Zug kommt an. What was to see? Sehen. Sehen. He sees is er sieht. Er sieht. Er sieht. So, sehen has the same pattern as geben, gibt, sprechen, spricht. Only that the H of sehen keeps that I long. We have S-I-E-H-T, sieht, er sieht. How would you see be? Du siehst. Du siehst. So, this irregularity now is shared between he, she, it, the T, and the S-T of du. So, if we have er sieht, of course we have du siehst. Do you see the train? Siehst du den Zug? Siehst du den Zug? So here, no, the train is behaving like him. It's do you see him rather than do you see he. So we have den Zug. Siehst du den Zug? How would you say I'm waiting for the train? Ich warte auf de auf auf dem Zug. Why dem Zug? Because it's waiting. I was waiting for him. Yeah, but it's not. Because it's waiting for yeah. no. But the for the information of for is contained in auf. Even though in German we say waiting on no, that information of for or on it's contained in auf. It's out there already. No. So when we get to the train, we only need to think about if it's behaving like he or like him. Are we waiting on he or are we waiting on him? So again, I'm waiting for the train. Ich warte auf den Zug. Ich warte auf den Zug. So that information of to or for, you know, sometimes in German that's included in a word like auf, and sometimes it's going into the noun, into the word for the, and that depends on the verb. With warten, that information, we have it there in auf. So these changes based on how the noun is behaving occur with the words for the, no, 
but also with some other words too. So for example, a train is ein Zug, ein Zug. But this is if a train is behaving like he. Like if we say a train is coming, that's he is coming, not him is coming. So how would that be? A train is coming. Ein Zug kommt. Ein Zug kommt. If a train is acting like him, low, like ihn, we'll have to combine ein and ihn in much the same way as we combined der and ihn. We get einen Zug. Einen from ein and ihn. Einen Zug. Einen Zug. So if you want to say, for example, I'm waiting for a train, I'm waiting on a train. Ich warte einen Zug. Schlauer? Ich warte auf einen Zug. Ich warte auf einen Zug. What was to give again? Geben. Geben. There is, there are, literally, it gives. Es gibt. Es gibt. So if we say there is a train, literally we are saying it gives a train. So in it gives a train, is a train acting like he or like him? It might feel like a very abstract question, but we only need to check if it gives he or it gives him makes more sense. Which is it? It gives him. It gives him. So if you wanted to say there is a train, it gives a train. Es gibt einen Zug. Es gibt einen Zug. The word for today, today, was heute, heute. Heute. Is there a train today? Is there a train today? Gibt es heute einen Zug? Very good. Gibt es heute einen Zug? So we said Zug comes from the meaning of pulling. A train is a pull. An elevator is ein Aufzug. Auf here meaning something like up, the up pole. Also masculine, we have der Aufzug. This is one word, Aufzug, elevator. Aufzug. Is there an elevator? Gibt es einen Aufzug? Very good. Gibt es einen Aufzug? No, so we have einen again. That's ein plus ihn because an elevator is behaving like him here. Ein plus ihn and we get einen. E-I-N-E-N. Gibt es einen Aufzug? I'm waiting for the elevator. Ich warte auf den Aufzug. Very good. Ich warte auf den Aufzug. So the first auf means on, for, no waiting on, waiting for. The second auf is just forming part of the word aufzug, the elevator. Ich warte auf den aufzug. Kaputt was broken, kaputt. Kaputt. What was the word for is? Ist. Ist. The elevator is broken. Der aufzug ist kaputt. Very good. Der aufzug ist kaputt. Here, the elevator is behaving like he, no? He is broken, rather than him is broken. Der Aufzug ist kaputt. Very good.